This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into the show, you might hear a question that you want a little more information about, or you might want to ask a slightly different question. So please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at my website, click on the radio page. There you can check out past shows and you can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I with questions or to go ahead and set up a face-to-face meeting. So what we're going to be talking about today is what do you do if you want to retire right now? That's always a good question because I think all of us are would like to retire sooner rather than later. But before yeah. we before we jump into all of that, let me touch base with my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm doing good. And now you got me thinking about, uh, hey, what if I were, could retire right now? That would be awesome. Actually, I'd get bored. I, I wouldn't want to retire right now, to be honest, I guess. Uh, but it's something to think about. And uh, I know a lot of people who have been in their jobs a long time are like, wow, uh, I want to retire. I need to retire. So this will be a good topic. But I've been great there. Thanks for asking. And thanks for having me on your show. Uh, I've been busy. I had to go to Washington to help move my father-in-law into a, a senior living uh, home there uh, in Washington State, and uh, it went well, so that's good. A lot of work, uh, a lot of work doing that, and uh, you know, he he downsized and sold his home and moved into senior. Him and his wife moved into senior living, so it all worked out. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to, Tara? Tony, just you know, just keeping my hands on a little bit of everything. I've been really focused on. Uh, this class where I'm working on writing my keynote speech and, you know, still doing my reserve drill time and uh, keeping in touch with family. I think that's one of the big things, Tony, we started since this pandemic has kicked off is every Sunday we have a standing Zoom call with the family because I have six brothers. And then you add in the oh wow. my nieces, nephews and everybody else. And we just kind of make it like the call happens. And if you can make it, great. If you can't, that's okay. But it's it's really been um, pretty interesting, Tony, because everybody really dials in and maybe they don't stay for the full hour, but sometimes we end up talking for two hours. So um, wow. I think having this family connection during this pandemic, it's been interesting because I think we're actually almost more connected than we were before. Wow. That's really neat. Yeah, that's cool. So it's actually forced you to have these times uh, or led to this anyway. And so yeah, there are some bright spots with the pandemic. We've changed some of our habits and some of the things and ways we do them. And some of it's for the better, isn't it? I think it really has gone for the better, Tony. And I think one of the, the big outcomes is going to be maybe everybody's not going to have to go back to work in an office. I know my brother works for Microsoft out in Seattle, Washington, and they're kind of looking at they can get a lot of work done remotely. So there, there's a lot more flexibility and, and that's a huge quality of life when you don't have to have that commute time in your day 
you can just focus on what you need to do, but then it, you get that time back for your family, Tony. And isn't that why we're all working? Most of us is for our families. Well, that's exactly why I go to work each day. So uh, to support the family and to save up for later in life, right? Exactly. You want to take care of what you're doing and and save up for those rainy days because we never know what's around the corner. And then the key, Tony, right, is you also want to be enjoying yourself while you're doing it, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, um, so much is about, I mean, you know, really, you want to make sure that you have enough and you've worked hard your whole life. So when you're ready to retire, you want to be able to. But that takes a lot of planning, doesn't it? It really does, Tony. But the thing is, is it's a known thing that you can plan for. And the key is, is we don't have that crystal ball to know exactly what's going to happen. But we have a pretty good idea about a lot of things. Like we know that there's going to be medical expenses. We know that you're going to still have your same food, clothing and shelter needs. You know that there's going to be maybe some vacations or things that you're going to want. Uh, you know, there's, there are things that we can plan for. So that's what it's all sure. about is, is trying to get ahead and then build in that cushion for when the surprises happen. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure if you're retiring very soon, you're almost certainly feeling simultaneously excited and nervous. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> it should right. be, it should be both because it's, yeah. well, you know, I think a lot of people get into that spot where they don't necessarily need to retire, but they really need a good couple month long vacation, you know, kind of like, the, yeah, like the Europeans yeah. do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what's, uh, what is one of the, one of the biggest uh, worries for those who are about to retire or, or want to retire right away? Well, Tony, I think the biggest thing for all of us right now, it's the good and the bad, right? Is we're all living longer. So one oh, yeah. of the, the biggest unknowns that we have to jump into right off the bat, unfortunately, is healthcare, because you know that at some point something's going to happen because we're just living a longer time and, you know, people break bones or they get sick or just different. You, you can't predict it, right? Different things happen. And right now, healthcare is still kind of up in the air about how it works and how much it costs. And so that's one of the things that we really have to look at is you can have done a really good job putting together your nest egg and having a pension and and kind of putting together some elements of your retirement. But if you haven't factored in how you're going to handle healthcare, Tony, that can turn your whole nest egg sideways. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, healthcare costs have gone through the roof and and that has to be one of the biggest worries for those who are about to retire. Uh, So what should you do to really get it in control? Well, the first thing you need to understand is how much you need to save, because it was a little bit astounding, Tony. I did some looking up and found for about a 65-year-old couple right now, you can expect to spend about $285,000 for out-of-pocket health care costs during a retirement. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. And when you start to think about the potential long-term care costs and other expenses, I think it's clear that if you're close to retirement or wanting to retire sooner rather than later, you need to have your healthcare strategy completely buttoned up then. Uh, well, you definitely want to, right, Tony, because inflation is going to happen. So that's what the cost is today. But, um, you know, there's another study I read that suggested, Tony, a 65, a healthy couple that retires in 2019 could spend almost $388,000 on Medicare. Oh. Because, you know, Medicare doesn't cover everything, right? So you need your supplemental policies and then there's going to be out-of-pocket expenses. So this is a known unknown, if you will. 
Yeah, that's crazy. $388,000. How about some good news? (laughs) Do you have any good news for us? Well, you know, the good news, Tony, is, and I love this with planning, is you always want to know what you can do to help yourself out. And so there are a few things that you can do to take advantage because you're not going to have to spend some of this money. So one of the things you can look at is a flexible spending account. And you can use those right up until you retire. So like, for example, Tony, in 2020, you could put $27.50 in pre-tax dollars into your FSA, your flexible savings account. And you could use that money for things like glasses, visits to the dentist, medications and doctor's visits. But, you know, like everything, Tony, right, there's there's the good and then the bad, right, the pros and the cons. So with the FSA, one of the, the challenges with it is if you don't use it, you might lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Use it or lose it. I, I, that's that's tough, too. So you got to watch that. Uh, what about health savings accounts? Well, I like health savings accounts a little bit better as a planner, Tony, because one of the things I always like to encourage my clients when I'm working with them is any kind, anytime you can take advantage of a tax advantage status or something that puts you in the driver's seat, because at the end of the day, Tony, right, you want to be in control of your money. And so one of the things I do like about the health savings account is you can put the money in and it doesn't just get forfeited. So that money can actually stay in your account and can be withdrawn without a penalty in some circumstances, kind of like a qualified medical expenses. So it gives you that little bit of more control because again, you want to put money in to get the tax advantage status, but what happens if you're healthy? Should you be punished because you were healthy that year? No. No, (laughs) So as a, as a planner, I always like to help people go, you know, first question we need to ask is what is the problem that we're trying to solve? And then we can work backwards. But Tony, I can tell you like a great example that I just came across recently is uh, braces. You know, kids Mm. need braces, but I I have quite a few adult friends who also um, end up having to get braces to correct, you know, bite issues and different things. So that's like a perfect case because you kind of know how much that's going to cost. So you can use that health savings account and get that tax deduction because it's money that you're going to spend anyway. So there are, like with everything, Tony, once you know what you're trying to solve, then you can find the tool to solve it. Well, yeah. And you've spelled out a really strong case for taking advantage of the FSA or HSA, uh, especially if you're ready to retire very soon. But how, how can a person qualify for an HSA? So now we're starting to get into some of the details, Tony. And these are the kinds of questions, if you're listening, that when you're trying to look at something like this, you want to ask good questions. So like for an HSA, Tony, you must have a qualifying high deductible insurance plan. So when it comes to organizing your health care right before you retire, it's really critical, Tony, to have a thorough understanding of Medicare because there are a lot of options and nuances. And again, you want to position yourself to take advantage of all the rules that are going to help you keep your money in your pocket. Right. And that's the idea. <laughs> Keeping more of your money in your pocket and spending as little as possible on things like health care and taxes, uh, especially that you don't have to. So I, I think this is making sense. And we've talked about health savings accounts and FSAs and, you know, health care and Medicare, that this is an area where you're going to want a second set of eyes to help you through this process. You know, absolutely, Tony. Uh, you know, if anyone who's worked with me or, or knows about me, I always have a team of experts that I work with. And Tony, just like I pull in a CPA to help with taxes and an attorney to help with with legacy planning 
in, in trusts and estates. I have a medical person that I work with that just specializes in Medicare and the healthcare system, Tony, because the healthcare system is very complicated. The rules change every year. And you always want that second set of eyes to go through and make sure that what you signed up for is what you think you signed up for. It's it's like voting, Tony. Did you, did you ever read some of those initiatives on the ballot and you read it and you're like, um, I know that I disagree with that, but I don't know if I, if I need to check yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yes, I've done that before. Yeah, I've, I've been like, wait, this is confusing. I thought I knew what I was talking about. But yeah, the way they word it makes all the difference in the world, too. So you do have to be careful, and there are a lot of ins and outs, especially with Medicare. But now we're out of time for this segment, Tara. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break here? Well, for those folks just listening, um, Tony, to the show, the, the real takeaway from this show today is I love it that you want to retire. And you know what? You should be asking these questions, even if you're not necessarily ready, because planning is always better and asking good questions is always better. So for folks listening today, Tony, that are thinking about they would like to be prepared and know when they can retire. Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those first 20 callers that really want to sit down and go through their finances and say, hey, do I have the right plan in place? Am I on track to succeed? And what's the number? How do I know when I can pull the trigger and retire if I want? And Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. And Tony, that's for those folks out there listening that want that peace of mind to go, I have a plan and I know when I can retire. All right. Well, I think that's great. And I'm glad you set aside those 20 spots. Listeners, uh, give Tara a call. Her and Chris will meet with you and get that plan started. There's no cost, no obligation. Uh, But hang on. We're going to be right back with more about the steps you should take if you want to retire right now here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you're married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Call our office at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. You'll know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into the show and you have a question, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're visiting the website, be sure to click on the radio page. There you can check out past shows. There's a lot of educational topics, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So, so far in the show, we've been talking about some important things that you should address if you're hoping to retire soon. And, you know, Tony, one of the things I always love is, you shouldn't have to guess, like you should know when you should be able to retire and you don't have to wait because you're just stressed out and you just are fed up. I think that's something you should plan for all the time. Right. But even if you have a solid financial and retirement strategy, you're likely to have a lot of questions and concerns in those weeks and days right before you retire or before it becomes official. And anxiety, I think, is going to be normal in that situation. But If you do a little double checking, uh, you may very well be able to ease some of that anxiety by working with a financial professional like yourself 
and utilizing some of the tips and thinking about some of the things we're talking about today, right? Absolutely, Tony, because everything starts with education. And the more you understand how things work, that's what's going to put your mind at ease the best. So the next thing that I really think that you need to consider if you want to retire today is just thinking about inflation. And so, you know, after all, if you've managed to save $500,000 for your retirement, that money isn't going to have the same purchasing power 20 years from now as it does today. And Tony, let's face it, if you're 60 today, 65 today, you're going to live another 20 years. So we just really want to make sure we understand that. And and Tony, I always like the the simplest example I can think about for inflation, just so you keep track of it is, you know, how much did a, a can of Coke cost when you were a kid? Yeah, I don't know, a quarter. Yeah, I can remember. It was like a quarter. And Mm -hmm. today, if you want to buy a bottle of Coke, which, by the way, you shouldn't because it's terrible for you. But if you are (laughs) going to buy a (laughs) no charge for that tip there. But uh, it's like two dollars and 50 cents. Yeah, crazy. And so, I mean, that's what inflation is, is the, the, the cost of the same thing. It just goes up. So we just want to make sure that the rule of thumb at this point is that inflation generally averages about three percent a year. And though that number can go a little higher or lower, depending on economic conditions, that purchasing power, you want to make sure you're keeping up with inflation for that nest egg that you've saved. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's obviously huge. I mean, uh, I think inflation's one of those things. We call it the silent killer, right, Tara? <laughs> inflation exactly. is the silent killer uh, because it's easy to overlook. I mean, and using that $500,000 number, if that was your savings goal, Uh, you'll probably feel nothing but excitement when you reach it, but it's important to take that step back and determine if you need to push that number higher to cover inflation because even numbers for retirement like $500,000 ain't what it used to be, they say. So, uh, (laughs) right? Exactly, Tony. And it's just, you know, that's the kind of thing, like as a financial planner, I always beat that drum that the better plan you have Plans can change, but it's so much easier to change from an existing plan than just be in the middle of chaos and trying to figure out. It's almost like trying to tread water when you're tired. And so we just always want to have that plan, Tony. But, um, you know, you're bringing me right to the next thing that we need to obviously look at is Social Security is Mm. one of the great parts of retirement for a lot of Americans because Everybody has paid into it their whole time. And we call it like, and I say in little air quotes, it's the best annuity ever because you don't have to have any kind of uh, medical, you know, you could be diabetic and overweight. doesn't matter. You're going to get your social security as long as you paid into it. And so social security, you always talk about it being the cornerstone or the bedrock of any solid financial or retirement plan, right? Well, what's nice, Tony, is you want to have multiple income streams for retirement. So ideally, you're going to have your Social Security, you're going to have your 401k nest egg you've saved up. Hopefully, maybe you've got a small pension. So you want to have different streams of income. And what's nice about Social Security is that it becomes a passive income that that you can rely on. And so if you have money in the market, then that gives you flexibility when the market's down. You don't have to maybe pull money out of the market because you've got that Social Security. So it just kind of gives you that flexibility to to make choices so you stay in control of your income. Right. And so you, you at least have that set amount coming in each month that you know is going to be there. And that helps. Uh, that's a good starting point to your financial plan. And I, I would uh, I know you always urge people to visit the Social Security Administration website and get that account set up if they don't have one. 
and, and begin getting a better sense of what their monthly payments will be like, especially if they're thinking about retiring. And you mentioned a moment ago that somebody might be able to increase their monthly payment. How does that work? Well, the, the thing is, Tony, is with Social Security, it all comes down to timing. And so uh, there's a lot of people out there I know that are like, well, I'm going to take it as soon as I can to make sure I get my money. But the thing is, Tony, is if you wait until full retirement age, you're going to get a much higher payment. And then if you delay it, every year you delay up until age 70, Tony, your benefit increases by 8%. And so you always want people to think about that, right? Because we're all living longer. Remember, like when Social Security was started, people would people would die at 60 or 65. But we're living, you know, until 90 now. So yeah. it really makes sense to look at, if you can, how do you get the maximum Social Security payment that you can? But Tony, obviously it's hard on the radio because every every person's situation is very different. But these are the kinds of questions that you want to be asking because you want to do the best thing, make the best decision for your family and your situation. But if you can wait until 70, you could get almost 132% of what you would have received if you filed when you were 66. So those are good numbers. And if you have a question or you need some more information about our topic today, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio page. There you can check out previous educational shows. And also you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So we have been talking about some of those questions that you should be asking if you think you want to retire soon. And then even if you have that solid strategy in place, you're going to have questions and concerns, right? Because it's that anticipation. It's one thing to to think about it, but it's another thing when you get ready to pull the trigger and make that decision. Well, exactly. And before the break, you were talking about Social Security. Do you have anything else for us on that one? Well, you know, Tony, one of the things that is really interesting about the Social Security formula is that it considers your 35 highest earning years. So that means if you're currently earning more than you ever have, and like your job, you may want to be at least considering if it might be worth working another year or two because it can drive up your eventual social security payment. So sure. all things being equal, especially if you're if you're thinking about retirement and you kind of like what you're doing, it's always good to have that information to go, oh, you know, I kind of like working. I'm not quite ready to retirement. And then it's going to also help my social security because it's, I like this, Tony, if you're going to have a better benefit doing the same thing you were going to do anyway. Huh? There you go. I like that. And that's sound advice. Uh, And we've covered social security. So what's next? Well, one of the things that you want to definitely look at, Tony, is retirement. We talk about those multiple streams of income. So social security, we've talked about, that's just going to be a check that you get from the government. So that's a nice steady income. One of the things you want to look at with your nest egg is how much of your money do you want safe in something like annuities that's guaranteed? And then how much of your money do you want to have in the market so that you can maybe keep up with inflation a little better? It's kind of all a balancing act. And Tony, it also comes down to uh, where your comfort levels are, how much risk you like. And we always like to start with the rule of 100 as a, a way to kind of go, here's a good starting spot. And let me just give you a brief example of that, Tony. So let's just say you're 70 years old, to keep the math simple, and you subtract 70 from 100. Ideally, when you're 70 years old, only 30% of your money should be in the market. 70% of that money should be safe. 
because you just don't have as much time for the ups and downs of the market. So these are all the kinds of questions that we want to look yeah, at is, that makes sense. is figuring out what is going to be that balance. Yeah. And the, and balance isn't just having a balanced portfolio that's all in the market. Balance is having some at risk, having some in safety, uh, especially as you get older and, and uh, approach or enter into retirement. And uh, we can't stop talking about financial professionals like yourself. And the importance there can't be stressed enough that you need to work with a trusted financial professional. Um, uh, so to really coordinate all this, coordinate the social security, look at, make sure you're in the right vehicles. You don't want to be in the wrong type of annuity. You want to make sure you have enough steady income stream in retirement. Um, uh, but uh, something else I'm curious about how, how could people maybe reduce their tax burden in retirement? If, if we're talking about people who want to retire right away, what about taxes? Tony, this is like one of the major things, I'm glad you brought this up, that we always have to look at is as a, a cornerstone of financial planning, we always want to look and say, how can we get as much of your money into a tax-free status as possible? And there's always going to be paths to get that done. Sometimes you can do rollovers into uh, Roth IRAs, but it's all about the timing. Like if because as soon as you move money and roll it over into a Roth, there's going to be a tax bill. So we have to look at how do you want to do that tax bill? Do you want to spread it out over a few years? What's going to be the right situation? Because once the thing is, is once you start pulling money out of that traditional IRA, Tony, you get taxed at your ordinary income rate. And so depending on which tax bracket you are in, that could be higher or lower. And the goal, Tony, is if we, if we can get that money into a tax-free type of account, it doesn't matter what Congress does because that money's just tax-free. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really great point. Now, uh, we've covered a lot in the show so far today. We've talked about uh, a lot of different elements. Uh, what else is there out there that people need to know about? Uh, do we need to know about Roths and 401ks? Most people retire with a 401k. Tony, there's definitely, this is why you definitely want to sit down with somebody and talk because uh you want to look at your 401ks and your traditional IRAs and see about how to make them Roth because Roth is then tax-free and that money will then grow tax-free. But the thing is, is you are going to have to pay some taxes when you convert it. So there's not that initial tax break. But if you build a strong strategy, then you can withdraw that money tax-free once you're retired. So it's kind of like, you know, the, the farmer analogy, Tony, is is would you rather pay tax if you were a farmer? Would you rather pay tax on your seed or on your crop? On the seed. Right, because it's going to be a smaller amount. So that's right. kind of what we like to look at with folks is to see how do we get that money into a Roth situation as early as possible. Yep. I think that's great. Now, we're out of time. It just flew by. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you? Well, Tony, it's the number is 719-210-4242. And we were just getting ready to get into the whole education piece on taxes and ordinary income tax and cat long-term capital gains. So there's a lot of things to cover, but these are the kinds of questions that you really want to be asking when you're ready to think about retiring because you want to be prepared. That's what makes it feel fun and relaxing and a, a good deal. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris and I a call if you want to sit down and make sure you have the right plan for success. All right. Thanks, Tara. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.